Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski Schneider. Today I'm joined by Shama Singh, an empowerment coach working with women to help them become better versions of themselves. So she has lots going on, so I'm going to leave it to her to tell you more about it. Thank you for joining us, Shama. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Patricia. Thank you for having me on your podcast, first of all. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Um, so yes, my name is Shama Singh. I'm a Jay certified coach and I empower individuals a lot working a lot with women to become the best version of themselves so uh, I work a lot with women who are in a toxic relationship or going through a divorce and are finding their own identity so it's almost like starting from scratch and how to find your own identity um, yeah that's my uh, my niche nice okay so tell us can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you became an empowerment coach for women yeah sure so I always uh, had uh disliking towards psychology human behavior and stuff like that even as a child but i was all i was never the kind to study so i did not want to do a lot of studying <laughs> i was the kind to let's get it and then uh, i never knew uh, how this is going to lead and how is this going to have an impact in my future life but that has always been my interest and then i've been in the i've been in the space of digital marketing for years in the healthcare industry again for years and I like what I do but really my journey and what really led to this uh to the coaching side of things is um I've had my fair share of challenges in life from losing my dad at an early age to moving countries uh, all the corporate world challenges I'm sure anybody who works in the corporate world can relate to it and then I think the last uh the, the straw that broke the camel's back was a toxic divorce. After being married for nearly a decade, mm-hmm. uh, I went through a divorce in a country where, where I was alone. My family was back in India. So that kind of taught me a lot. But then also, I I think one of the questions I used to keep asking is, why me? Why me? Mm-hmm. I used to be like, oh God, why me? Uh, what I realized is it's a useless question. And when I started asking, what do you need me to do, God? That's when I realized that I've got this experience and I've I've come out as a winner from most of these experiences. This is where I realized that I can help others who are going through similar experiences as mine. And this is where I became a coach. Yeah, it is tricky because you can go to school and you can learn everything in a textbook, but unless you're somebody who's physically gone through something and can really understand what somebody's thinking and feeling, it it, it throws away every textbook. I mean, there's no and there's nothing else like that. And yeah, I mean, and it is true. It's like I myself have gone through so much crap in life, and it's always like, why? Like I always ask myself, like, why me? Like I'm a good person. I do. Why does this keep? I always used to joke and say, I have a black cloud that follows me everywhere I go. I'm like, why? But you know, sometimes there's more to it than that that we don't always realize. So good for yeah. you for bringing that out on people. Nice. Thank you. Now, how do you? I, I mean, I guess. Well, how do you define authentic authority, and why is it essential for personal growth and success? 
So authentic authority is two different words. And I would like to break it just to make it more clear. So authentic is, of course, as we know, is being genuine, being yourself, um, you know, just being the natural you, the way you are. Right. And then the authority side of things is nobody knows your life better than you do. You're the subject matter expert of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you bring that together, basically, what I mean by authentic authority, I can't even speak it, let alone teaching it. But yeah, That's what, okay. I mean, what I mean by authentic authority is you are the subject matter of your, of your life. Nobody else gets to say what you do or what you don't do. You know, most of the times we are waiting for somebody else to tell us what to do. I, I did that for a long time. I'm waiting for somebody to validate me. I'm waiting yeah. for somebody to tell me what to do. And especially people who have been working in a job. I'm used to my boss telling me what to do. But that's what I do. Right. Parents yeah. telling the kids what to do. Parents it's just how we're programmed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And what I want to say is stop waiting. You have the authority of your life. You can make your own decisions. I'm not saying you're always going to make the right decisions, but don't be afraid. You learn from your wrong decisions, right? Yeah. So there's no right or wrong. It's just a learning. And the important piece is don't go and do things which are not authentic to you. So make your decisions, but come from a space of authenticity. Is this really you? So for example, if you want to quit a job, are you quitting a job just because you want to take a decision in your life or is this really you are you really unhappy in your job and it's it's not something that you want to pursue mm -hmm. you know that's important because you know a lot of people do things you know either based on instinct or that's what everybody else is doing or someone said this and it doesn't really mean that that's what you truly want and you know, sometimes you stand alone with that because maybe you want to do something but the whole world thinks that's crazy or you should do something else and you're like okay well maybe I should you know, you have to find what you want to do. And, you know, that's an important thing that, you know, we have to be reminded, I guess, because like you say, we're programmed constantly to just do as you're told. And, you know, and you look for that validation because I, even with me sometimes, like I can do so much, but then I'm kind of like, I'll have to just ask somebody like, is that okay? Like, <laughs> like, did it feel okay? Then it's okay. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's okay. I mean, being human means that we will look for that validation. Sometimes we need somebody to tell us it's okay. Yeah. But a lot of the times we are stuck in that waiting for waiting for somebody else to tell us what to do for so long that our life passes by and we're just waiting. Right. Yeah. Now, how does authentic authority align with the concept of personal responsibility and accountability for one's decisions and actions? And I think that's exactly right. Yeah. So when you are taking authority and you're acting from a space of authority of your own life, right? right. You, you're making decisions, not waiting for somebody else to tell you what to do. You suddenly become accountable. Yeah. Then it's your decision. And I say this a lot. So, for example, in India, there's a concept of arranged marriage. And of course, you can have love marriage as well. But if you're not doing love marriage, you have arranged marriage. Right. And I say that is a perfect example, right? For people who don't want to take responsibility for their own actions, yeah? I'm going to let my parents decide whom I should get married so that later on, if things go wrong, which inevitably sometimes it will, right. you blame them. Yeah, I mean, you see that a lot, just in general, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's accountability comes in. Suddenly, you are accountable for your own life. And yeah. response to your own life. Yeah. But same with even with like raising your kids. Like, you know, I see so many times, like say even in my family, 
I knew how I was raised and some things I pick and choose what I wanted to do. And other things I'm like, no, I didn't like how it made me feel. So I'm going to do this. And then other people, you know, like my siblings might have, um, they raised a kid and it was always like, but that's how it was when I was a kid. But that doesn't mean that that's how it has to be. What do you think is right? You know, so yeah, it's it's just easy to just not have accountability. It's like, that's how I was raised. Yeah. Okay, but... <laughs> And you're right, Patricia, I think we see a lot of kids nowadays, even after a certain age, they're still better blaming, and I did that as well. So I'm still blaming my parents for what's happened to me. I'm still blaming my siblings or the society or something. But I think after a certain age, it should become illegal to blame. <laughs> this is my thought. It's illegal. Right. You have to start taking responsibility for how long are we going to keep saying that because my mom did this or my dad did this, that's the way I am, you know? Yeah. So you're so right, you know, we just it's high time and it's fine if you want to keep blaming your parents or somebody else for it and not take responsibility but then don't expect magic to happen right but that's where somebody like you may be making them aware of that because sometimes it might take a long time for somebody to actually wake up and realize like oh wow i didn't even know i'm doing that you know and sometimes it's like you need that outside person to say i don't know if you're aware but this has been going on for so long you know it's like i know people who the same cycle of life just constantly repeats, repeats, repeats. And it's like, you know, from an outsider, it's like, all right, the common denominator is you. So how do we fix this? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. sometimes I need that person. Yeah. Some of the clients I, I speak to and suddenly I said, you know, you know, you can make your own decision. And they're like, oh, can I? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you have that <laughs> mentality. It's like you were never, you know, you do what you're told. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, in a world that emphasizes external validation, obviously, how can individuals stay true to their authentic authority without seeking constant approval from from others? So, you know, how do you break them out of that habit? Uh, So the most important thing, why we seek external validation or constant approval is we don't want to feel the odd one out. We want to be accepted by the society. And what I want to say is, is that most of the times, people will accept you the way you are. So they try to push you. If you don't listen, they'll accept you, you know? Like, you know, you're the bad sheep. I'm the bad sheep of my family. At some point, my family just accepted. That's how she is, you know? When you start accepting yourself, that's when the others start accepting. And when you start accepting yourself, like this is who I am with my flaws, with my vulnerability, with every thing that you think is bad, which it could be, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but when I start owning it, that's yeah. when external validation does not matter. You know, it's like, oh, oh, you're rubbish at this. I know, right? I'm rubbish. I can laugh about it because I'm owning it. And that's where I'm not looking for your validation. Right. This is who I am. Yeah. Well, that's important because, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they're always looking for that validation. And the minute they don't get it, they just, they're either depressed or they just feel like a failure. You are who you are. And, you know, we all have our flaws. And that's one thing that's important is that people... There's no such thing as perfection. So if that's what they're looking for, it doesn't exist. You'd be happy with who you are. And, you know, I love when you see, you know, people that, you know, especially in the spotlight who everybody thinks they are 100% perfect. And sometimes they'll open up and you're like, wow, I didn't even know, you know. But it helps you realize you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have no flaws. You don't have to have nothing wrong with you. You just have to love yourself and accept yourself. And you see the trickle effect after that. And, and the again, more you accept yourself, the uh-huh. more you get accepted by the society, because that is one of our biggest fear is to be a part of a group, to be a part of the society of a tribe, you know, as human beings, that is our need. It's our emotional need. Right. But the more we accept ourselves, we'll end up being a part of the tribe 
that is like us. Exactly. Who accepts us for yeah. who we are. Yeah, I see that with so many, like especially the younger generation and things like that. There's like, even even with like couples, there's someone for somebody. Everybody, there's someone for everybody. And all the friends, like you could sit here and say, you know, my friends are this type. That per they have friends and they have everybody. There's like a, a like you say, a tribe for every single person, every single niche, every single type of. You know, you just have to, like you say, don't just put your head down and say I'm a nobody. You are someone, and there's someone out there that loves you just for that. You know. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And it goes back, Patricia. Sorry, one last thing. It goes back to taking responsibility for your life. So I can either be the victim of my life, like you said, put your head down and say, I'm nobody and I'm bad and I'm poor me. Right. Or you can say, actually, this is who I am. And if I don't find a tribe, I'm going to make a tribe. So yeah. this is where responsibility, suddenly you shift from being the victim of your life right. to being responsible for what happens in your life. Yeah. I forget what the term is. Um, Those that care, wait, those, how's it go? It's um, those that, those that matter, those that care, okay, those that don't don't care, don't matter, and those that care matter. I forget, it's something like that, but it's yeah. true. If, if the people that you thought were your, your tribe or your friends and they don't like it, then they were never yours to begin with. You have exactly. to find what's true to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look up that. I, now I'm, I want to know what that's I forget the phrase, but I, see, I hear that a lot. They always just say, wow, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Now, can you discuss the role of vulnerability in expressing authentic authority and connecting with others on a deeper level? Absolutely. So uh, I think in today's society, the sad part is we are afraid of being vulnerable, especially in the corporate world. I know I've seen this a lot, but even even it becomes a habit, you know, even in relationships, we are afraid to tell people that we are hurt. If my partner has done something, I'm afraid to say I'm hurt. I'm too strong. I don't care. But actually, I do care. You know, what happens is when we mask our emotions, we are turning, we we are building a wall. Right between us and the others. And the bigger the wall is, right. the, the less accepted you feel, the less accepted you feel, the more validation you need. Mm-hmm. And the more validation you need, the less authentic you become. It's and like so a bubble. It's going to pop eventually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I found the quote, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Don't matter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. The more you suppress everything and you're like waiting, waiting, you know, it just becomes this bubble that's going to pop. You just have to just breathe and just say, you know what? And you feel once you get that off your chest and you realize that I'm an okay person, no matter what, how would you, you just feel like you've lost 20 pounds. You know, it's amazing. Exactly. You feel free, right? You just feel so free. And to, to your point, it just lifts that shoulder, uh, the weight off your shoulder, right? Yeah. All the baggage that we are carrying, you feel so good and if you don't if you don't reach that stage what normally happens is you know we, we've heard of so many diseases nowadays a lot of chronic diseases are connected to the stress or the what what we are thinking even things like depression and all the mental health issues you know if we don't find a way of freeing ourselves from it right. then we get consumed by it yeah. and even with that too if you think you should be one way and you finally accept the fact that okay I'm not but I'm okay with it and you realize that everybody else is okay with it too now you're like wow like it's a whole like like the curtain was open it was like wow I, I thought everybody would hate me it's like you're still the same person nobody hates yeah. you you know so yeah it is um it is a 
breath of fresh air almost, you know? Absolutely. And you're so right. You know, sometimes you make up that story that people hate me because of who I am, because right. I'm not perfect. Actually, nobody is perfect. And to your point, I love that. No, there's no such thing as perfection. Yeah. You said that earlier. Yeah. There is no such thing as perfection. Nobody is perfect. Everybody you speak to will find something that they don't like about themselves. Oh, absolutely. So guess what? <laughs> No, we're not different. We're all human beings. We're all coming in the same space. Yeah. Don't let others fool you by thinking that they're perfect. Yeah. I mean, look at even just, you know, looking at celebrities and things like that. I mean, the suicide rate in them is off the charts. And it's like, you look at them like, wow, I wish I had their life. They're so yeah. beautiful and they're so powerful. And, and meanwhile, they're miserable, you know? So yeah. you can't judge a book by its cover. We are all human beings at the end of the day. We all have our own problems and nobody's perfect. And the key yeah. is to just love yourself because you know what? You love yourself. You just open it up for everybody else to love you too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you love yourself. You open up, open it up for others. You give others the permission to be themselves as well around you. Yeah, for sure. So, which is great. Yeah. I guess in your experience, what are some common challenges that successful women face in their relationships? I think one of the things which we've touched upon is that in corporate world, you're not supposed to show your emotions, and it's been a, it's been we've got history, right? You know, as women. I think up the generation before, probably yes. You know, we've had the struggles being in the corporate world, thriving in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. So we found a way of masking our emotions to becoming strong because that's how you th thrived and probably even got promoted in a corporate world nobody wants to see you crying this is what i used to hear nobody wants to see you crying stop crying nobody wants right. to hear that you know so we've kind of found a way of masking our emotions and we've become a lot um and, uh, and we won't go too much into the details into the masculine energy and the feminine energy but all are all we we We've moved from being into feminine energy to masculine energy when we are at work. Mm -hmm. And not only at work, even, for example, even if you're a housewife, even if you stay at home, because today's lifestyle is so demanding, there are times when you have to move from your feminine to masculine energy. Mm -hmm. The challenge is we don't know how to come back yeah. to feminine energy. The challenge is we're going from the same approach. The way we are dealing with the world, we go into our romantic relationships with the same approach so one of the biggest challenges we face is we don't know what to do with ourselves <laughs> we, we don't know how to be in our feminine energy anymore we've kind of forgotten how to but switch it is true because like i'm a female and it's changed now through the years but when i first started you know it was a very male dominated industry so the women i worked in a company of mostly women and they had nobody had kids they had to be strong and no one has time for kids because the men don't have time for kids, you know, and this is how that type of industry worked. And, you know, it, it's just, and nowadays, how many single parents, you know, and I, I know there's plenty of single dad parents, but like speaking for myself, I was a single mom. So now I'm playing mom and dad. So it is hard to find that happy medium in there where it's like, you know, you can be bold, you can be a strong woman, but you can also be a woman woman and, and you can have a life, you know, it, it's tricky. Yeah. But again, you need somebody sometimes on the outside to help people see that because you never see yourself you know yeah. you think you're just who you are and that's just it and other people can say point out and you know help them to see that maybe if you try this approach you know and could open up a world of wonders for people yeah 
And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, Patricia, hats off to you and to a lot of other women. You know, I've, I've seen her struggling. I think there is this crisis, in my personal opinion. We're dealing with a crisis at the moment. As women, we no longer need men to provide for us financially in most mm-hmm. cases. You know, as women, we can be independent. We can do everything we need to. And as men, they don't know what to do that with them. Because <laughs> they, they were meant they were meant to provide for their yeah. family. I go to work People and I should them this. the way you used to. So even they're confused. So it's, it's a crisis. Yeah. And we have to deal with it. But it's okay. I mean, nobody is to be blamed for it. Yeah. And I think the more more awakening we have and the more consciousness that we have, we will get through this phase. But yeah. I do feel like we are in a crisis. We, we are very confused. All of us are very confused. What are we doing? Well, it's crazy. It's like the world's evolved. And like when you think back in the day, it's like the men went out to work and they worked every day. There was no emotion. There was no talking about your day. They went to work. They came home. Dinner was on the table. They did their job. And the women tend to the house and tend to the kids and the whole bed. And now the world has evolved. And it, we're all in different places. Like, Because now the men are like, wait, I have to, I have to ask you how your day was because you were working. Like, I, this is new to me. You know, I don't get it. And the woman's kind of like, all right, I'm out there working just as hard as you are. This is yeah. new to me. And it, it's it, the world's evolved, but there's always that lag. Okay, how do we make this actually work? You know, <laughs> they think they got it all figured out, but the divorce rate says otherwise. <laughs> no, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Now, could you share maybe share a specific success story of a woman you coached highlighting the positive impact it, you know that it had on her life? Yeah, uh, I think I, this is this one story. I've shared it a couple of times, but I think I found this the, to be uh, I've, it gave me immense happiness to be honest. So when I first started talking to this woman, she was like really upset with her husband. Her in-laws were difficult, so uh, she was she was she was ready to have a divorce. She's like, I just can't do this anymore. I want a divorce. I'm not happy. And then we we talked through it, and a lot of it comes down to yourself. And you know, like we spoke about we are not accepting ourselves and then we're feeling the world is not accepting us so we're constantly waiting for your husband to say oh you're you're brilliant or your in-laws to say oh you're such a good good uh, daughter-in-law or whatever you you're always constantly waiting for somebody else to give you that validation and nobody is going to you know the truth is no matter how much people validate you there's always going to be need for more because it's a vacuum that you created and only you can fill so when we started talking about this and we started shifting her focus from what the others are doing wrong as to how you want to deal with the situation she she came up with a lot of aha moments and I think we had given she had given herself a year she's like if by the end of we started in June by the end of June next year if I'm not in a better space then I will get a divorce but I think the condition was that she gives it 100 percent she has to give it 100 percent otherwise she wouldn't be in that situation. Even before the year end, she knew that she loves her husband. Her husband loves her. The only mm-hmm. difference being her expectations were different to what he was. Right. It doesn't. He doesn't love her. So now she's in a space where she absolutely loves her husband. She knows her husband loves her. She's getting the support that she wanted from him. She still has challenges. I'm not saying all her challenges went away. Right. But the fact that she's no longer thinking of a divorce... And she's no longer blaming her husband for everything. I think it gives me immense pleasure to see the transformation she's had. Yeah. Because like you say, sometimes people are thinking one thing or, you know, like, I forget who I talked to, but some people are more verbal where they, you know, will tell you how they feel, what they think, blah, 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 where I'm not a very verbal person, but I always feel like 
but all my gestures should show you I love you and I, I do so much for you. But that person might need to hear it. So, you know, they might think, oh, she she never says she loves me. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, of course I love you. Look at all I do for you. Yeah. So you have to find that happy medium of for both parties. You know, because what you think you're portraying may not be what they're hearing and vice versa. So that's yeah. awesome. You know, you help her find those aha moments. That's amazing. And oh my god, oh my god, Patricia, that is one of the biggest things that I hear, you know. But he knows I love him. No, he doesn't. Oh, he never tells me I love you. But you know he loves you. Then why do you need him to tell you? <laughs> and this is a big gap between a man and a woman. I think yeah. if, if you've read that book, Men Are From Venus Mars, and Women yeah. <laughs> Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Right. I mean, that's a big gap, right? They don't share. They don't express. And we as women need to. But we forget even we're not doing the same, you know? So, so yeah. I'm... I'm I mean, one of the things which I found a lot is we expect people to be mind readers. Yeah. You know? Oh, but he should know I'm feeling upset. No. How he, did you even try telling him? You know? So, yeah. yeah, to your point, it's so true, right? You know, we think that they know yeah. and everything I'm doing is telling them, but maybe not. You need yeah. to Yeah, and it's vice versa because they're thinking the same thing and you're kind of yeah. like, we well, never said it, and, you know, and maybe their way of showing it. You know, like maybe he fixes your car. That's his way of showing he loves you. Just because he didn't buy you flowers doesn't mean he doesn't love you. That's his own way. But it's almost yeah. like we're all a puzzle and you have to figure out how they all connect. Yeah. <laughs> and the best way is to communicate. You know, if you if if he buys you flowers and it makes you feel loved, then let him know that. Find yeah. a way of telling him that so that he knows that he has to buy you flowers ever so often. Yeah. Yeah, and then he can forget about the car. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but yeah, because it, it, I mean, if somebody's doing little things here and there and you doesn't seem like you even appreciate it, maybe they don't think they're getting their point across and they just stop doing it. You know, I mean, you just, like you say, you have to communicate. And sometimes getting that outside person to draw it out of people is what they need. You yeah. know, because a lot of times people might not be so open and tell their story and talk about it. Unless someone says, all right, I got the two of you sitting here. Let's, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, how do you help women find balance between their personal and professional lives while pursuing their goals? Um, uh, the one thing that women can do is have a career that makes them happy. And it's in line, in line with their passion. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times, again, going back to the, we think that the society wants us to be something. So we'll end up being that. Uh, you know, in a lot of cultures, you have to be a doctor or an engineer or a lawyer to be classed as successful. If you're an artist, it's not great. In a lot of cultures, it's still that kind of a thinking. Right. It's like, so what we do is, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be an engineer. Whether I like it or not, I'm going to be an engineer. And just because you're good at something does not mean you like it and that's your passion. Right. So I think the biggest thing we can do is first to do something that our passion is aligned to, our values are aligned to. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, I think I think the other thing which I which I've noticed a lot in my clients is for some reason we've got this belief that relationships should be easy. Relationships should just come naturally and we don't have to work for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest myth. You have to, the, uh, the amount of time you've spent on your career, you just have to spend a fraction of your time on your relationships. Whether you're in a relationship or you're looking for one or whether you're just a mother, it does not work like that. You mm -hmm. can't spend all your time and energy in, in your career and expect your personal life to be smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. so I think that's one of the biggest myths. I really, really want my clients to understand, no, you have to work. You know, I, people say, oh, rubbish, relationships shouldn't be hard work. Of course, it shouldn't so, be hard work, yeah. but you do have to put in your work. Right. You do have to put in an effort. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can have the greatest apple pie, but it didn't just get there on the shelf. You have to put in the work and have the greatest outcome. I mean, everything in life is work. And yeah. people who think it's not, oh, the, I, I want to live in their head. It's definitely like a fantasy. <laughs> Well, you'd be surprised how many of us think it's not. And I used to be like that. Oh, I shouldn't be going out. I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, when it has to happen, it will happen. I told my mom, don't worry about me. When it has to happen, it will happen. No, if I don't go out, nothing's going to happen. If I won't date somebody, I'm not likely to find the man I like. Yeah. And even with things like that, I mean, like one, going back to when you said about people doing what they like, I just had this conversation with someone recently, how we knew two parents who had a career and they had kids and their their goal was to pass it on to their kids. One kid did one kid, you know, it wasn't something they had any care in the world to do. So because it was the parents' passion doesn't mean that it was the kids' passion. So, you know, it's kind of like, oh, how do you now now bad enough you're not doing this, but it's like how do I how do I face mom and dad now? You have to do what's best for you. And yeah. with the um the relationships, you know, it is um you know, it is difficult because you have the you know, what the movies say is normal and blah, blah, blah. And people have to realize that that's not like everything is work. And again, you have to, you know, it doesn't just, French Charming doesn't just knock on your door. Exactly. That's what the movies say. Yeah. I mean, so people just brainwash and think, well, it happened for them. Yeah. It happened for them. And they also made a fortune making that movie. And because yeah. you like it, that's why. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you wish you wished it was so easy, but no, it's not. And also, to all the women out there, there is no knight in shining armor. You are not going to get rescued by anybody. You have to rescue yourself and then find the person that matches your wavelength. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and again, it's you know, like I remember with me and my husband when we were <clears throat> first married. You know, um, we had different likes and dislikes, but we, for some people, that would just turn them apart. But we found that happy medium that we liked in between. So it's like, you do your thing, I do our thing, we do our things together. And life just evolves. And, you know, you make it work if you really, really love that person and you want it to happen. But, exactly. you know, again, people are looking for, I need somebody who likes what I like. Oh, I mean, that's cool. But that's what you have your friends for. That doesn't mean that that's what you have to have your significant yeah. other for. You find that happy medium. But again, if you love each other, you support what they like. You support yeah. what they do and you share them together and you can make it yeah. work. But it's all like you say, it's work. <laughs> yeah. And also there's one thing that you said, Patricia, which is very interesting, actually. And I know we can talk about this for hours, but, <laughs> you know, you have to have a life of your own. What we're expecting is our work and Sometimes we're expecting our work to fulfill all the duties in life. Yeah. And sometimes we're expecting our relationship to do everything. Actually, you need to have a balance, not only for work and your personal, uh, professional, sorry, your professional life right. and your love life, but you also need to have a personal life. Like you do your thing, I do my thing, right. and yet we are together. So that the pressure is not on your partner all the time right. or on work to right. make you happy. You need to know how to make yourself happy as well. Yeah, I did a uh, an interview one time with a couple, and it was kind of similar to that because they were together 24-7, and everything they did was together. The whole thing was together, together. And i got to be honest, I, I felt smothered interviewing them, and I was like, you just like, do you? They did everything, shower together. I mean, they were together all the time, and I kept saying, yeah, well, that's interesting. I mean, that's cool if that works for you, but then I'm thinking that this is just a facade for the show. You, yeah. you really can't possibly have no suffocation going on if you are together constantly you know if you are you're that needle in a haystack because it just doesn't normally happen that way and it's okay if it doesn't you know are the are the couple 
together? Are they happily together? So they say. I, I don't know them personally, but so they say. I mean, I they're not even in this country, so I can't really say that that's exactly how they are. It made for a great show, but it's um, you need that breathing space. You know, you have to be able to just unwind for a minute and say, oh, you know, I mean, just it's just like, you know, you, you can be together constantly and but you still need that breather, you know, <laughs> a 15 minute yeah, break or something. You know? <laughs> it's not only about needing the breather. It's also about having your own life so that you're not so emotionally dependent on another person or even your career that if in case you lose your job today or if in case for whatever reason you split with your partner, you are a wreck. You don't know what to do with yourself. You can't pick up the pieces together. I think that's the reason why you need to have your own space because yeah. your job is not your life your partner is not your life you have a life of your own right so that is also very important yeah and it helps you realize too that you you know because everybody thinks you you're you know you can't survive without the other one yeah. so sometimes you need that validation for yourself to realize i'm a strong person i could do this yeah i'm glad to do it with you and i'm so happy to do it with you but i don't have to do it with you like i don't have that um it's not like a mandatory thing in my life that we have to do this together. It's awesome that you want to do it together, but to know that you are strong enough to do it on your own is just a great feeling. And that makes you happy yeah. to want to do it with someone yeah. because you know you don't need to do it. You want to do it, you know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. When I was married, I would never go on a holiday without my husband. Right. And I, it was just not okay with me it just didn't sit very well with me right. but now I know the value of it and now you know it's like I wish I'd done it which is fine but right. I'm gonna do it now you know I'm fine yeah. by myself yeah it's the same like me and my husband we do a lot of stuff together and but half the time it's kind of like he wants to do something if I'm available I'll go if I can I'll go have fun let me like there's no mandatory yeah. you know like well if she don't go I can't go no but if I can go and I want to go awesome but if I can't that's totally fine and vice yeah. versa go have fun let me know how it is you know you you don't need to I don't even know what the, the expression is but you don't need to have that person carrying you every single aspect exactly. of your life you know yeah, yeah. Now, I guess, um, I believe you have a free webinar for listeners um, called Break the Myth and Have It All. Now, how can I access that? So, it is, uh, we can post a link, right? So, mm -hmm. it is yeah. my website. Uh, my website is called coachshama.com. Okay. There are a few free things over there, a few free resources, webinar being one of them. And this webinar is especially for women who are feeling like they have to choose between their career and their personal lives. Actually, you can have it all. And we've spoken a lot about it today. You can just have it all, just being your authentic self and just yeah. follow your heart. You can have it all. And and Patricia, you are a working woman. You said you're a single mother. You're yeah. doing this lovely business and you're doing so many things. I'm a single mother. I'm doing a lot of things and I've got a balance. So yeah. it is possible for everybody out there. It is possible. Please do not think that it's not possible. You can have whatever you really, truly want. Right. Not, not what others want for you, but what you truly, truly want. Yeah, you just have to get that self-esteem to know that you can do it, you know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, I guess, um, you know, I'll post all your links and everything, but how can listeners connect with you, learn more about your coaching services, and follow your journey of empowering women? Uh, so the best thing would do is follow me on Instagram. Uh, we will put it in the link, but my Instagram handle is being you with Shama. 
Uh, I know my spelling is, uh, my name is a little, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to put it in, please follow it. Yeah. Uh, but Being You is my company's name. Again, go on my website if you want to know more, but feel free to DM me either via Facebook or Instagram or anything on my website. It's even got my email address. Feel free to DM me if there are any questions. And actually, I've just started a new thing, Patricia. I just thought about it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm answering your questions for free. I've had so many questions via via social media uh, and it's very hard to keep going back and forth, back and forth and to find time. So what I've done is if you send me uh, a question you might have that you want me to answer, uh, please send me as much details as possible via DM or via, uh, via an email and I will record uh, my response and send it to you. And that's completely for free, only purely because, because I want to help as many people as I want to. Right. Nice. Another thing too, just throwing it out there if you were interested is um, if you get a lot of questions like that, do like, you know, keep a list of them and maybe do like a little, you know, 15, 30 minute kind of recording of your own answering questions. And that kind of piques other people's questions. You're like, oh, you know what? That makes me, have, can I ask it? You know, and then you kind of, you know, then you can get group sessions, whatever. I mean, because it's yeah, one of those things where everybody has questions, but who wants to be the first to ask? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I think, and again, if you want to be anonymous, it's going to be completely anonymous. If you don't, I will not take your name. So it's going to be, a DM is going to be very personal. But even if I do put it on social media, your name will not be there. But Patricia, I think you've got some great ideas. Let's, let's connect offline. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I Like I said, I've been doing marketing for 35 years, which is amazing because I'm only 25. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I got crazy ideas. Awesome. Yeah. No, but this is good stuff. And um, so I'll put post your links in your website and all that good stuff. And everybody contact her. She knows what she's talking about. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So again, thanks for being on the show. Again, that was Kashma singing. Thanks for listening to Successful Minds with Patty B. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the show here. So thank you again. Thanks, Patricia. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Successful Minds with your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.